This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon, I'm Leon Davis, along with Warren Harper and Leonard Davis, and you're listening to Altitude Adjustment. It's 2 p.m. Central Time on January the 15th, uh, and I want to thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. I want to shout out to uh, some pretty special people, uh, golden people, of my, my friends and family of the Golden Phoenix uh, mentioned that they might uh, tune in, so if you're out there, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, so... Where I wanted to start uh, first today <clears throat> was we did a couple of shows prior to, well, before the break, there was a couple of shows. And one of the shows we had talked about humility. And Leonard said part of his definition of humble is that you have to be truthful or honest and that you can't be a liar. And at the time I said, um, you know, looking at the, the, dictionary definition uh, that you didn't have to, you, know, you could be a liar and still be humble. And I have since come to the realization that belief that Leonard was absolutely correct. You cannot be humble and be a liar. So I didn't want to put that out there. Yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, they, they're not, they conflict with each other. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not, if you're not humble, I mean, if you're not, if you're a liar, um, that's an active, you know, humility is a passive uh, behavior. Lying is a active behavior. And it means that you are not being humble, that you are taking some action to be deceptive. And, and that I can't see where that's in any way shows any, uh, any form of humility. Sure, sure. I would think humility would be part of those qualities would be honesty, truthful, sincere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had, I'm not looking at the de uh, dictionary, but you know, if a liar is not in line with those qualities. Okay. All righty. So today's topic is Dino, uh, Democrat in name only. Now the phrase was used in 1908 by Alvin B. Goodbar. He was a Democrat and president of the Goodbar Shoe, Shoe Manufacturing Company here in St. Louis. And he made that statement in reply to a request from the Democratic National Committee to make a donation to the Democratic Party candidate, William Jennings Bryan. Uh, he went on to say, I do not recognize Mr. Bryan as a Democrat or as a true expounder of Democratic doctrines and principles. He is a Democrat in name only, while in fact, he was originally a populist and by process of evolution has become a socialist. So that's how the uh, title or the, the reference to Dino supposedly started. Okay, so was he referring to uh, Bryant as the one that had become a socialist? Well, yeah, so, and I didn't want people to focus on the, the socialism part. Um, supposedly Bryant was running for a democratic seat and he okay. wanted to be uh, considered a Democrat. And right. uh, what Dun uh, Goodbar was saying was he's a, he's a Democrat in name only. 
So there were mm-hmm. expectations about what his <clears throat> the politics would be. And mm-hmm. they felt that his politics didn't really align <laughs> with the Democratic Party. And I think um, Leonard and I think you guys, um, so, so Leonard, we've had this discussion like a many, million times. So I almost mm-hmm. like, I can, I can probably quote Leonard's response to a lot of this, but yeah, well, I was in on that. So yeah. So how did that go? Huh? How did that go? Well, no, it's just, it's just that, um, so, so Leonard had really strong reactions to Joe Lieberman. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Lieberman started out as an independent and mm-hmm. caucused with the Democrats and okay. had Republican ideas. <laughs> so, so he was, he was, oh. a, and so right now we're dealing with uh, Joe Joanna. Manchin and, and Kristen Cinema. Right. Sure. Uh, as far as <clears throat> they're not sticking to the Democratic agenda. <laughs> now, part of, uh, part of, what I understand in, as far as the argument is, uh, so previously I would have said, uh, you know, that, that not all Democrats have the same, uh, ideas about democracy and things like that. And that people who join the democratic party, you know, because the democratic party is so varied in the, the, the people that it incorporates. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's room for more people to participate in the Democratic Party, in the Dem- Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. But the problem that I have since this um, come to understand is when you call yourself a Democrat, when you accept the mantle of Democrat, so you you list your name to run as a Democrat, there are expectations that you're going to support the Democratic Party agenda. So that means you don't come into the party and then uh, you get the help and, and get the support and get <laughs> the uh, recognition as a Democrat and then turn on the Democratic <laughs> or the Democratic <laughs> Party's agenda. Huh? Christian <laughs> right you don't you don't get to do yeah. that because you've because you've called yourself a, Repu- a a Democrat there are expectations that go with that you have said that um I support the the Democratic party agenda and um you know someone will say someone might say well you know I'm not that's not what I meant. That's not, you know, I, I can be a Democrat, but I can have other ideas. And I think the problem with that is um, you have every right to call yourself an independent. You have every right to call yourself um, Green Party. You have our, you know, every right to call yourself, name your own party, call yourself your own party. I'm the, mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, for the rich party, I'm for the poor party or whatever. But if you make the the decision 
to call yourself a Democrat, then you support the Democratic Party agenda. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the biggest problem with that is that when a person wants to be a candidate and run for office, in order to get elected, they almost have to choose A or B because we got this two-party system set up. And if you come from any other angle, you're probably not going to be able to get elected. And so that's the main problem there. You have well, to pick a whether you totally align with them or not. I understand that, but well, it, go ahead. Let me, but if here, so I was going to say, if, if you don't, it's up to you to tell people the truth and what you're about. And we talked about Joe Lieberman. He didn't tell people the truth of what he was about. Uh, matter of fact, his last term in office, he did so many things that were against the Democratic Party, and they were ready to toss him out. And it was President Obama, because the president is actually considered the head of the party while he's in office. And Obama told him, leave Joe Lieberman alone. Don't mess with him. Because Joe Lieberman gets so cocky as to say, oh, yeah, I'm a caucus with the Democrats. So I get to keep my seniority. Because the Republicans go, we're not saying, but we're not going to give him. <laughs> okay, so so I, I think that there's a trust issue. Uh, and so what you were saying, Warren, is um that that people want flexibility in in they they want to be able to win their seat by using the name democrat or republican and i because there's rhino republican in name only but but people want to use the name of an established party to get elected when they don't fully support the platform that that party has put forward and I think Correct. the problem with that is um, when you accept the label of uh, Democrat, whether it's progressive Democrat, whether it's, um, you know, uh, conservative Democrat, whether it's, you know, new Democrat, um, you support the, the basic Democratic Party platform because you are using their established name. You, like you said, you're using their, their funds, you're using their support system to get into office. And they should be able to count on you because you've basically given your um, support to their platform because you're using their name. Right. Right. But I remember a while back when we were having a similar conversation about uh, Senator Manchin and I brought up this, the issue that how he was uh, voting against the Democrats or opposing them. And you brought up his base and his people. So what if you had that scenario where you, you're voting or you think you're voting in the interest of your base, 
as opposed to the party. And so, and so one of the things that I said today was that previously I had a lot more latitude mm -hmm. in my, um, so Joe Manchin was, you know, if he's, if he's doing what his constituents want, mm -hmm. I said that that was what was important. Yeah. And so now I have progressed. I have changed. <laughs> I okay. have grown to understand that um, you don't get to run on the party platform and then not support the party platform. Right, right. And that was the trying to make was the fact that he's in the party, mm -hmm. but going the other direction. And it's to a critical point now where the party's major legislation can't get passed because of the Dino factors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's serious. So I don't know. Uh, how are we going to deal with that? What 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 does the party do when you have these uh, rebels that are going the other way? And that's so. So one of the things that I think that we as a country have a problem with is sticking to our commitments. Okay. Um. When you talk about you know, from the foundation uh, before the, the um, uh, Constitution was created, there were treaties made and treaties broken. Yeah. There was the idea that um, we will stick to what is right until we don't like it anymore. That, that, our word, that our word is only as good as the current situation. Yeah. And so, and so I think until we as, until we <clears throat> as a country require commitment to be a part of the things that we do, we're always going to have Dinos and Rhinos. We're always going to have people that so you got companies that um, they believe in uh, competition until they can sm snuff it out. When they can snuff it out, then they don't believe in competition anymore because they get to be king of the hill. You know, if you are participating in our economic system, our economic system is built on the idea of competition. If you take steps to block competition, you are in violation of participating in our um, economic model. Uh, along with, you know, if you if you call yourself a Democrat and then you don't stick to the Democrat Democratic platform, mm -hmm. you're in violation. Yeah, but but that recognition that you're in violation has to come internally. We can create a lot of uh, penalties for that. Um, but, but if everybody's not, if the majority of people aren't 
trying to um, live by honesty and commitment, then we will always create opportunities to not have people live by their commitments. Right. So what what would a penalty look like when a a politician crossed the line as far as the party's uh, guidelines or, or positions? How would they deal with that? How what would you, they be able to do? How would you think that that, that should be done? What, what, what would it look like for you? Well, I guess my biggest concern is what what what's legal and how as far as once they're in office what what can legally be done other than uh express your opposition against this person the party coming and saying hey look we don't like what this guy is doing how do we deal with it and then i don't know what what can they do beside outside of um trying to primary him Did you have a did you have a an answer, Leonard? Well, they get censoring. Like they did Wrangle, like they did Marjorie Taylor Green. They could strip them of committee assignments. Okay. Like Marjorie Taylor Green is, is being done. Uh this guy out in Arizona, he going through censure and he's in a process being stripped off assignment. So you do have some things you could do to them and then it's legal for the US House to go so far as to kick you out of the house. What what have what grounds can they do that under? I forgot all the legal steps that has to be taken. But the speaker of the house can call and get that process started and have hmm. you thrown off the U.S. Senate. So, I mean, does it have to be some, do they have to break some law or something or can it be purely political? That's the big line, I think. It doesn't, it has to be more just the law. It can be, if you were a senator, you break the law. There was a black uh, representative from Louisiana where the FBI found a stacks of cash in his freezer. Yeah, well, that, and that, they had, that was because he broke the law. He yeah. broke the law, right. right. Uh, but, I mean, but, but Warren is talking about um, where, uh, well, you, you, you describe yourself, you call yourself as a, a Republican or a Democrat. You run on dem Democratic values. You win your seat as a Democrat, and then you vote for um, things that are not in the Democrat platform. That that are yeah. legal. Well, nobody's gonna try to take you too harsh for that. Well, Warren is looking for a solution to that. Because because what happens is is that you've used the trust and mm -hmm. and you've used the influence of the Democrat Party to not support their agenda. And well they the Democrat Senator <laughs> we're gonna do a similar thing to Joe Lieberman. But it was Obama that said, no, don't mess with him. Because they like, okay, you did a few things. And then they got to the point 
Because John McCain's first run for president was against Obama, and Joe Lieberman ran in his at his second mate to run for vice president. They say you can't be in our party and run against our party's nominee for president. <laughs> Basically, we want you out the party. We I don't care if you go that. to the Republican. But I'm, and they and they, they wanted to throw out. But Obama didn't want them to check Lieberman. So so I want to go back to um what can and should be done for someone that um has run on Democratic, the Democratic name, run as a Democratic Party candidate, and then does things um against the party. And There's and so and so one of the problems that I see is is that you know if after you strip them of their committee assignments and you you strip them of their functionality within the governing body, uh, you hurt their constituents because you've eliminated the effectiveness of that candidate to be a part of the legislative process. And so, and so, and so my thing is, is um, I, I, would like to see if someone violates that, you know, they run as a Democrat <laughs> and you violate the party platform that the party can actually remove you mm-hmm. from your seat. And then, and then that seat becomes open for a re- reelection. And if the people decide to reelect you, you mm-hmm. can't be, you can't be, uh, once the party has dispelled you, Right. You can't run under that party's name anymore. I like that. I don't know if that's the case. As far as the part about can't run under the party's name, but they can evict you or expel you. It does rise that far. They got the stomach to process. Well, yeah, I like that because what happens is like in the situation right now, everybody's talking about how Manchin's uh, refusing to vote with the party is actually hurting his constituents. Uh, The Build Back Better and the different legislation that he's blocking is beneficial to those constituents, but Uh he's not... Uh, playing ball and you know we have to question who's you know whose interest is he looking after well I, I so so if I vote for a candidate if I vote for a candidate that um, takes away my health care shouldn't I have the right to to do stupid shit I mean, shouldn't I have the right as a as a as a registered voter to vote for somebody that's not in my best interest? You absolutely do. Okay, so so Joe Manchin. Here's what the problem I have with Joe Manchin, and and Kristen Cinema, is that they ran on a set of expectations by the people that elected them. The people that elected them said, "Here's what the Democratic Party stands for." And here's what I anticipate you're going to do as part of the Democratic Party. 
And when you mm -hmm. violate that trust, because that's what they've done, they violated a trust. Mm -hmm. The party should be able to say, you are no longer a part of this party. And because you got elected by using our party identification, mm -hmm. your election is invalidated. And you have to run again, but you can't run with our name. Mm -hmm. How clear is it stated within the party what the expectations are when it comes to uh, policy and bills? Because apparently um, there is no, no real guidelines with uh, these Dinos that, that, that they can hold them to. And that's, and that's where we have to start pushing parties to have clear guidelines. Mm -hmm. If you want to be able to, so, so right now <clears throat> they can't expel you from Congress. They can strip you of some committee assignments and there are other few minor things that they can do to slap you on the wrist. Uh, they can have hold a news conference and call you Mamby Pamby or whatever. Um, so last time a Democrat's been stripped of an assignment. Usually the Democrats get rid of you. When you, when you violate, when you violate their trust, uh, they usually eliminate you. They don't, there's no necessarily stripping you of you, you've, you've violated your oath of office. And, and, and so they, you know, like, um, what's, what's the comedian out of Minnesota? They asked him to resign. Al Franken. Al Franken. You know, they yeah. asked him to resign. It wasn't, we're going to strip you of a few committees. Um, we're going to hide you from the public until so that you can come back. It, it's you yeah. violated the trust. You have violated the on, trust of our, our, our party. But that was on a criminal type offense, though, wasn't it? It wasn't. No, it wasn't a criminal. What was it? It, it was sexual harassment. Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. side of politics. That's, it was it was well, mostly a politics. There, there was no jail time involved in it. It was just yeah, woman just claimed he, Woman just claimed he did it. Right. And he you talked to somebody for advice. And they advised him to go ahead and resign. Yeah, but I'm just saying it didn't have anything to do with governmental policy as far as the party was concerned. Well, I think I think all of that oh, personal behavior, I, I mean it is separate, you know, it's a little different. I I I disagree. I mean it's character based and not policy based. I, I think both of them are just as important because they're they're both character based. If you are if you are a Democrat and you don't support the Democrat uh, platform, um, is doesn't that reflect on your character? Okay, then in that case, why are they so hesitant to do it with these two Dinos we're discussing? I, I think the first thing that you try to do is you try to repair the situation. And so and so, what would be? You try to you try to get the best that you can out of the situation. The first thing, the first, people don't go for the nuclear option first. Okay. W would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, well, absolutely. Okay. I mean, uh, so you go you with it. It seems like in this situation, it's dragging on forever and ever, and that uh -huh. they're not uh, uh, dealing with it. 
Well, so so Biden has Joe Manchin in the office. They make a deal. They make a handshake deal. Mm-hmm. Manchin steps out of the office and violates the deal. Okay. Okay. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. So, so the president's angry <clears throat> because he's trying to get his agenda through. He needs Manchin and Cinema. He thinks he's got a deal with Manchin. Manchin uh, violates the bags the, out. Huh? Mm-hmm. Manchin violates. No, he bags out. He yeah. bags out of the deal. Okay, you can go to the nuclear option, but that doesn't change you getting your agenda through. You need to find some way to get him to, to, to help you through because once you push him away, once you go with the nuclear option, he's definitely off the table and you definitely need him. I hear what you're saying. Okay. I hear what you're saying, but uh, it seems like technically they they ha- they have their hands tied and they're just begging and pleading with this guy and nothing's being done so what are the ne- what's the next option I don't know what the next option is I mean right now um we know that those options are limited but right now we are we are so we have an opportunity to start from this point forward and recognize that um, people are doing what they're doing. Now, I, I can't think of, a, a, in my lifetime, people that ha- have the Dino name have been, I can, I can count them on one hand. So it's not like this is a normal, natural occurrence. Now, I could be wrong because there are a lot of people other than Mansion and Cinema that are in the background whose name is not getting into the paper that may be just as problematic. Okay. Fair enough. So if that's the case, then the parties need to put rules in place. We need to, if the goal is to make our, um, our uh, political system work better, to put rules into place so that, so that we can move things forward so that people can't game the system and claim that they're a Democrat or claim that they're a Republican and not live up to those platforms. And then those, those platforms have to be specific enough so that they have something to hold those people to. Right? So you wanna put, put things in writing that would support the idea of uh, removing them from office once they reach a certain point where they're failing to uh, reach the expectations of the party. I I think that that's one way to approach it. You gotta you gotta keep keep in mind. I, there are a lot of things that I don't know on that level. Okay, and a lot of people have differing ideas. So I'm just putting forth one idea that has to be looked over and determined if it has some validity to be implemented. 
Someone else is going to have a different way of trying to handle the situation. Maybe the current situation where you just live with the decisions that those people make, maybe that's the best it gets to be. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I guess bottom line is party just has to take take the L's, take the losses when it comes to those situations that they can't get uh, their uh, efforts passed. Right. So I, I'm just putting forth an idea of how we can address those issues. But it is important when we have legislation, and you got to remember, not all legislation is going to be perfect. And you hear people say all the time that this legislation is not perfect. Even talking about the Build Back Better. This legislation is not perfect. When they put in the Affordable Care Act, they knew there were problems with the Affordable Care Act. The intent was, mm -hmm. let's get some, a framework in place where we can mm -hmm. start helping people and then fix it. The problem was, once it got into place, people turned against it who were benefiting from it. And why, why did that happen? What was the problem? How, how, do you, how, do, how would I know why somebody <laughs> who got hospitalization turned against getting free hospitalization or cheaper hospitalization? How would I, how would I know? I don't what would it. motivate that person? I don't get it because when it first came out, this happened to me personally. Um, I was working with post office for the government and one of my plans went up a whopping 47% or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I call them up and I said, what the heck is going on? Why, why does this premium jump? And you know what they told me? Hmm. This is what the rep said, but I'm not even sure she believed it, but her line was, well, it's the Affordable Care Act. And I'm like, what the? Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Gonna that, that was my personal situation <laughs> on the other side. I'm not a recipient of uh -huh. plans. But then when I went on that exchange to look at the prices, mm -hmm. for me, I thought they, they it definitely wasn't worth it. Say, so I'm going to stick with what I can get, you know, through my job. And, and, you know, if this is what they're offering to other people, it ain't that great. Well, you, Price -wise. Got, you what, what you what you're not seeing is that the the Affordable Care Act wasn't implemented for you. Because you had private mm -hmm. insurance. It True. was implemented for mm -hmm. it was implemented for the millions of Americans that had no insurance. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of people that I talked to were opposed to it. They, did, they didn't want to pay for it. I there was a lot of beneficial. There was a lot of misnomers about it. The only people that paid for it were the people that directly benefited from it. If you didn't get on it, <laughs> if you wasn't a beneficiary. You made no money toward it. <laughs> I 
You pay no money toward it. Only people that paid for it were the people that benefited from it. And because I was one of those. When when it came out, I had no health insurance. I couldn't get none. Now this year, I got a plan that wasn't on the market. Because for me to get a market plan, mm-hmm. to have what I needed, Mm-hmm. The head what I had was $1,400 a month. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So what was your option? Well, my option was I talked to an insurance agent and I was able to get what I wanted for a lot less money off the market. So why still would get the off the market jacked up? I don't know. Well, what they did when they brought... <clears throat> The market up. <laughs> it brought it brought a whole lot of those companies, customers that they didn't have before. See, like now, the people you hear talking against the insurance plans aren't the insurance companies because it's bringing them customers they never had. <laughs> and starting with the second year, they're being allowed. To charge these people whatever they want to charge. <clears throat> to charge these people whatever they want to charge them. So that's what's happening. That's one thing that's happening there. Mm. Well, that's that was just my particular uh, experience with it. Uh, my own uh, figures and people like, you know, say my daughter or whatever that works as a CNA. I mean, right. I think she's making a heck of a lot of money, but she chose not to pay for it. And mm-hmm. other did, didn't. I don't really know a lot of people that did. I'm sure there were a lot of people, but, you know. Yeah, like I said, to get the same insurance I had last year would have been $1,400 a month. And then my deductibles and co-pays would have went up. $1,400 a month, and that's based on your income? That's based strictly on them saying, here's everything we provide. Now, if you want this insurance, you got to pay us $1,400 a month. But I thought it was supposed to be based on your income. No, he's talking about what you're missing is, the policy Leonard's talking about was a private policy and not on the exchange. He has a new oh, policy no, no. that's on the exchange. He got a better No, deal. this was wasn't this was on the on the on the market. But in talking with one of the few agents, I got a better deal off the market. Okay. So you got a better deal market. from private insurance than you did than from I the, did on the market. market. Than okay. I did through the market. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, awesome no sense because i'm sorry did you just did you just say that the insurance industry in the united states of america doesn't make any sense you didn't really say that did you well wasn't the purpose of obamacare to get around the problems in the private insurance and give people affordable price it was a it was it was just a put up a place where everybody could come get insurance and it market. would increase the number of people on insurance. Insurance. 
That's what it was. That's what it was. And that's what it did. And that's what it did. Because the first year was good pricing. It's starting the second year. It started to increase. The insurance company and everyone else just started increasing. It started going crazy. So the government didn't have <laughs> regulations or guidelines as far as price controls or anything? Nope. Uh, so what I said... Only thing the government... Only thing the government did, you couldn't deny people coverage for pre-existing or charge conditions. more for pre-existing conditions. Plus, you keep you people keep their kids on until they were twenty-six, uh, and there was one other thing. I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was. Fourteen hundred dollars a month, though. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, when you okay, so. So we've kind of gotten uh, away from the Dino. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> Dino Rhino thing. So I don't know. Maybe we finished. Maybe we finished talking about that. Maybe we're done. We don't. Well, we're done. Health insurance. Health insurance is one of those topics where once you get into it, it's hard to pull away from. I don't think but, so. Well, yeah, we we can we can get back on the Dino Rhino thing because well, yeah, we can get back on the Dino Rhino thing. I like. Well, to, I would say. I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. I I like to really revisit the um, the options for the Democrats because they seem to be playing a totally different game than the Republicans as far as dealing with their own. Well, uh, what the Republicans do <clears throat> when you don't toe the line there. They get rid of you. <clears throat> well, quite a few people I talk to. Yeah. They say, oh, they say, oh, that's not right. The Democrats shouldn't act like that. That's not right. And this, that, and the other. And I just remember, you know, watching the different interviews from the different hosts of MSNBC. And they have Republican strategists and operatives on there. They say, hey, when they want to do something and you don't... <clears throat> Cotton of what they want to do, they they get rid of you and put someone else in. Like one time, they got rid of a, a Senate parliamentarian because there was something they wanted to do the reconciliation. The Senate parliamentarian sitting there saying no, so they got rid of that one and got one to say what they would do. And like, see, if it was Republicans. Dealing with Christian Sinema and Joe Manchin, they be gone. Now Joe Manchin, he can say he's Democrat, but he's dealing with a bunch of rural people that are Caucasian that usually come out conservative. And you know there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, bad taste in his state when he voted against that fifteen dollar. And now we're minimum wage. But populations like that tend to vote Republican even when it him. And Joe Manchin and his daughter keep getting paid by big oil, big coal, big farmer. Christian sure. Cinema gets paid by big farmer. Now, before this, she was a Democrat. She was with the Green Party. And all that, and then they elected her, and you know she she got up there, and she gave that famous 
thumbs down like this when it was that vote on $15 an hour minimum wage. And so her veterans committee all walked off on her and resigned. So we'll see what happens when it's re-election Seems that uh, Arizona is a very conservative uh, state right now. So uh, possibilities of getting rid of her don't look that strong as far as an election. So it's going to have I have, be some, dealt. I have some difficulty with calling them a, um, a um, conservative state when they support most of the things that the progressives want to do. Well, uh, many, many of those areas that are drawn in and, and uh, red, I think mm -hmm. red is Republican, right? Yeah. So, so many of those areas that are drawn in and red support the Affordable Care Act. They support um, the infrastructure bill. They support, uh, you know, a lot of things that progressives have put forward. But, but they call themselves Republican. I, I, we have uh, a, a pretty twisted idea of what conservative and progressive is in, in the United States. Well, yeah, I agree with that, but it all boils down to how they vote at the end of the day. <laughs> if they, if they vote blue, they vote blue. If they vote red, they vote red. So apparently there's something with that red side that, that that they identify with more than the other side. Well, so they they voted for for Joe Manchin, who calls himself a Democrat, and mm -hmm. um, stands behind Republican ideologies. Yeah. So so, what kind of insanity is that? Well, Manchin supports. Well, what was the guy in, in uh, Virginia? I think wasn't it Virginia? Uh, he beat out a Republican candidate, and he was more Republican than the guy he beat out. But he ran as a Democrat. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. I I'd have to go back. You know, I I, I run across these <laughs> names and stuff, and I don't I don't. I just remember the insanity uh, that pursued and not necessarily who was the insane party that did it. But, <laughs> but, um, Stacy, it's, he, he, oh, anyway, anyway, so you got, you got these, um, candidates that, that run as one party and legislate as another part. Uh -huh. And this is at the more at the state level rather than at the um, federal level. Yeah. So, I think yeah. these voters in these situations are voting the person, the candidate, and not the party. They identify with this individual 
for what he says or what they think he's going to do for them and not without looking at the party platform and the big picture. I, I think you might be right. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I think. So the issue then is not just the candidates. It's the people that vote. It's the voters. You, yep. Mm -hmm. it, it comes down to the voters. I mean, if a guy's been in office for uh, several years, several terms, and you don't know him by now, you know, what can you say? They so like what the they got. They got, they like what they got. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. I mean, Hey, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was the Republicans since the era of Trump last four years or so mm -hmm. come out with a tactic that works for them. And it's all based on the voters and their ideology. When a candidate steps outside of the uh, the boundaries, somebody steps up, Trump will come in and put him down and raise somebody else up, and this person's primaried. Well, that's what Leonard, Leonard said that earlier, that uh, when somebody doesn't, told the very rigid line mm -hmm. they replace them whether it's whether it's through primaries whether it's through um name calling whether it's through you know um you know you have a you have a party that doesn't take that doesn't take away people's uh committee assignments no matter how egregious you got a you got a guy in Congress puts forth a video of him killing one of his fellow Congress mates mm -hmm. and he holds on to his job. Right. Right. He, he just got a public censure for that. Paul Gosar, he did that to Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. Sure. Right. And, but, but this and, is, uh, go ahead, Leah. No, no, I, I just, um, you know, in the private in the private sector, if you created a hostile work environment mm -hmm. for your coworkers, you could be, um, you could be prosecuted for that. Sure, right. But we've got but public you know, officials. We've got public officials. Uh, uh, MJ, Marjorie Taylor Greene, run around yelling at folks on the Capitol steps. Well, one of the things. That Donald Trump did with Mitch McConnell. They relaxed all of these uh, uh, rules against filibuster so, uh -huh. to fill all these judges' slots. So now, if you try to go take them to those judges, you're more likely to run into a judge that Trump supported and get <laughs> tossed out of court. So your chances of getting any satisfaction when you fight it are so small. It's just ridiculous. Well, and, and that, that goes back to one of the things that I was pointing to earlier is that um, we don't have 
uh, a system of holding people accountable um, for their moral um, moral what do I want to call it moral Failing. standing, you know where they're where they they their word matters where their behavior matters um, mm -hmm. where they're living up to a certain standard of behavior. Right. Right. See, now it's all about winning. It's all about getting what sure. I want, regardless of the, regardless of the penalties, regardless of the the result. Um, it's what I want, and it's considered a win. And and then because we're winners, we continue to get elected, um, but mm -hmm. we behave like animals. Mm -hmm. Civility has gone out of the window. Mm -hmm. And and that's the difficulty that I see in this. But how do you, uh -huh. how do you, civility is a higher brain function. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying. Well, it was, huh? Well, it was something like you told me before when we talked, you said that we must learn to act upon it and expect our people to act upon their higher Base instincts, not just act on base instincts, but see it and raise it a few and raise it a few levels. <laughs> so that's, that was something I always remember. You telling me that we always got to act better than our base instincts. And that's, and that's where we are, is that we're at our base instinct. Everything is, yeah, is at, at our base instinct. It is um, the lowest level of behavior. It's acceptable to to call somebody a name. Right. Yeah. It's, it's We're acceptable in to call another adult uh, uh, a little, little Rubio or a fool or a liar. Or whatever. Talk about their wives. Because and then because we yeah we, we the lowest common denominator. And then yeah. you go with and you go with them, and you carry their water every chance you get. Because if I was running against you, and you went and saw my wife, even though I'm not me and you are not, we wouldn't be politically. A line. I say you have to carry the water all yourself. It's it's a sad state right now, um, with the political situation. In my in my opinion, um, social media influence on uh, voters, uh, behavior that's allowed and accepted mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. politicians mm -hmm. when, when a, a candidate can be caught on tape talking about grabbing women by the pussy. Mm -hmm. Later on, a guy, uh, a so-called religious leader like Pat Roberts will still say, I want him to be president. I'm like, okay, is this where we are right now? You, you, you're dismissing all the crap that he did the last four years. I don't know. Well, we talked it's about, yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that 
that I will accept whatever behavior is necessary to get the result that I want. Exactly. So, so the church wanted um, to eliminate uh, abortion. Mm-hmm. So they're willing to accept um, humiliating behavior, name calling, uh, childish behavior, because the candidate said, "Yeah, I'll get, I'll get you your your uh, abortion, abortion rights. You know, el- eliminate your abortion rights." And so the we've eliminated the. Uh, it's not how you get. It's not that you get something done, it's how you get it done that becomes important. Mm. So nowadays it's not about, it's not about how you get things done, just so long as you get them done. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what, I don't care what damage I do, I don't care uh, what social norms I trash or crash or break or destroy, as long as the result is what I want it to be, huh? Yeah, I just got it done. Mm-hmm. I just got it done. Yeah, I mean, it's really sad when uh, society wants to bring back vigilante law enforcement, like in Ahmaud Arbery's case. Or uh, like in the, in the Texas anti-abortion case. Exactly. Which the Supreme Court ruled that a government agency can't hand off its law enforcement to private citizens. Can't do it. If you're a government entity, you're supposed to use government and law enforcement. The the law for abortion or against abortion is already said. We're not supposed to allow people laws that stop abortion bested. Well, here's like it does in Florida. Here's 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 how I see it. So there's a movement to this. This is not isolated incidents. So so you pass gun laws that allow people to open carry. You pass gun laws that allow people to not be required to be registered as proficient on that weapon. So you're basically deputizing them. And then you pass yes. a law that says you can police other people around you. I, yeah. I don't want to, I, I don't see each one of those in isolation. I see those as a mentality. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? So, so yes. the people of Texas, the people of uh, certain areas are cowboys. They believe um, that they're different, that that they have a better take on how life should be. So they want to eliminate all the barriers to that. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to perform like everybody else. No. So give me my weapon, give me my freedom, and then get out of my way. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be part of your country when I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, the country's going backwards for sure. They're going back. Yeah, there's there's just things that aren't truly conducive to a more harmonious society. 
Well, you have people that don't want a harmonious society. They only believe our society should contain certain people. Sure. And other people should be gotten rid of. And that's what they're doing. All right. It's time for us to call it a day. All right. Uh, All right. Last comment, Leonard. Uh, last comment, Warren. <laughs> yeah. A few episodes ago, I brought up the idea that we could be headed toward a civil war. And now this uh, Oath Keeper uh, leader has actually gone on record saying that that's what they're pushing for. It may come to that violence and civil war. Okay. Mm -hmm. So since we're we're right at the end of the show and you push a hot button and then exit. I think, uh, I think we are stop allowing you to talk in the last five fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your last chance to give a comment at the last of the show. All right. Tell everybody bye. Bye. All right. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you. <laughs>